The Prime Minister makes a few more gaffes. Arnie Jackie fires the fuck up. And a fresh ball tampering scample for Cricket Australia to deal with. Hello, this is your Daily Batuta. It's the month of November. We're recapping today. I'm Wendell Hussey. And I'm Messiah Errol Parker. Selamat Siam Puggy, where are we at? It's all a bit of a blur at this time. Uh, I, think our, I think the sun's gone down, mate, so we are firm within Malam territory. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's get right into it then. Uh, no more time to waste. We've got a story about our Prime Minister, which we'll open up with. We ran the front page that actually read like this. I did not lie to the US and French governments. Lies Australian Prime Minister in US like. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Scott Morrison really expected this storyline to appear at the start of the year, uh, being painted a liar by some of his closest allies, by international leaders as in, well, by people from other countries. You know, usually it's it's just people like Anthony Albanese, Tanya Plibersek, Penny mm. Wong, and uh, Timbertop Miles calling him these names, but. It's just astounding to me that this political collapse that Scott Morrison has endured, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's so many lies mm. that he's told that you just can't keep track of. Yeah, it's funny. He says he, he claims to have never told a lie in public office, which, which is you know, just the biggest the most, It's just the dumbest mm. fucking thing you can say yeah, as a yeah. politician. Yeah. I mean, just it's part and parcel. You yeah, know, it's like being a fucking pilot and encountering turb- turbulence. Mm. Oh, absolutely! If yeah, you're a politician, you lie. Yeah, it turned out to be you quite a long fucking lie about everything for uh, Scott Morrison heading over there to COP26, the climate summit, and uh, G20 got hammered. He was getting hammered by everyone, Biden, Macron. It's funny, wasn't it? The uh, the blow up about uh, Emmanuel Macron calling our prime minister a liar. The, the outrage through all of the media class, which there didn't seem to be when um, like Scott Morrison consistently pissed off. Our biggest trading partner and the global superpower just up north of us, China, for like the last eighteen months. Yeah, it's, well, it's 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 lucky that you know we found other markets for mm. things like our beef, wool, yeah, yeah, barley. Yeah, so no, it's all fine now. Now the lying didn't stop there for the prime minister. He came out a few days later and uh, made an interesting claim. He said that he went on a few dates with Natalie Imbruglia before he met Jenny when he was twelve years old. I don't know if we were able to corroborate this with uh, Miss Imbrilli. No, I'm, I'm didn't answer. Didn't answer the uh, calls. No, but look, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd be, you know, pretty reticent to, you know, to believe him on this. But mm. you know, I, I would say this is probably another lie. Yep. But it's quite typical, though. I mean, like, I know that Clancy likes to, uh, you know, at the Christmas party last week he had a couple of schooners and said, you know, he went on a couple of days with Rose Byrne back in the day. But you know. Uh. That's believable. I, I, I can see that. that. I can see that Young too. I mean, you know, like he's a doctor of mm. philosophy from the South Batuta Polytechnic College. Yeah, he's from a massive media mm. dynasty out here in the Channel countries. He's he's cut from the power cloth. Yeah, it's and, it's certainly a lot more believable than Big Scott claiming he went on a date with Natalie yeah. Brulia or dropping Costa Zoo, which he reckons he did in the cross one time, which was a bit weird. Now, we've got another political story. Uh, November saw quite a viral moment from Canberra. It was Jackie Lambie giving a bit of a, a bit of a spray to a certain um, sector of our population, as well as other politicians and all that sort of stuff. She was firing up, and it resulted in anti-vaxxers cutting the bullshit and rushing to get jabbed after being yelled at by a fed-up Jackie Lambie. There should be more people like Jackie in Canberra. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, both the upper and lower house filled with this dreadfully entitled people who've come from these families you know it's just such a like such a breath of 
fresh air to just have a, a normal person. Mm. A Tasmanian. Yeah, a normal working class person who just tries to play each ball on its merits. Exactly. And just tries to get things done and actually works for the population. It's, yeah. It's weird. I know. It's weird. Anyway, um, let's finish up with sports news. This is the last one, Errol Parker. It's uh, about the man who led Australian cricket out of the ball tampering scandal finding himself caught up in one. Going back to this story, I think this headline was a bit inaccurate. I'd say this is probably more akin to how in baseball you get caught corking your bat, I think. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it's more or less, you know, less to do with the ball, more to do with the bat. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. look, it's, um, yeah, this is just, you know, it's it's a terrible story uh, for all parties involved. You've got arguably one of the greatest modern test captains this country's had. You know, he, he was tasked with a very difficult job to to get us out of you know the, the lowest point that Australian cricket has ever sunk to. Of course, talking about Tim Payne and mm. him getting caught up in that shit. But yeah, look, I just wish all parties involved in this matter can just find peace and move on. You know, it's very well put, Errol Parker, and that's a great way to round out this monthly uh, wrap up. So that's where we'll leave you. We hope you're still going all right. You're enjoying the cherries, enjoying all the fruit, cake, ham, all that sort of stuff. And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Thank you.